What up, y'all? Welcome to Loud Mouth Stereo Podcast. This is a podcast where myself, Shan, from She Gets a Podcast, collabs with Greg from Young Black and Bothered, and we go ahead and we give you a great show. This episode, we're doing 30 for 30. Greg has a topic for 30 minutes. I have a topic for 30 minutes, and we get in it. All right, so enjoy and just hop right in. I send them off and then still giving them ads. It doesn't make sense in my head. Um, I'm also going to start doing like my other friends do. I can't say which friends these are, but honestly, using a VPN, signing up for stuff out of the country like India, Switzerland, and stuff like that, signing up for the service over there, and then just honestly, just turn off your VPN and use it, you know, in the States because shit is expensive and it's not getting cheaper. And other than, you know, stealing my neighbor's cable, because you can't even do that anymore. You can't just plug your TV into somebody's TV through a wall like you used to. You have to go and ask for Netflix Uh passwords. I found out because I got an alert today that since we share my password with my sister, I'm like, oh, well, she can use a Netflix password. No big deal. Netflix is like, hey, we noticed that you know, someone outside of your network is using it, like, you know, you may have to pay $3.99 a month for them to use. I was like, all right, y'all ain't went too goddamn, I'm paying y'all, and y'all are telling me who and who can't use my shit? Fuck y'all. So, yeah, it, it's been a rough week. So, I'll, I'll land my plane there. How about you? Okay. So, before I get into my thing, come back out and come back in, because your thing is going in and out at the end of what Got you it. just said. I do... Got it. I do get that. Um, For me, this week has been like, okay, I'm ready for Friday before Monday began. Um, I'm really starting to like hate my job, like to the level of, I know my break for like a 15 is at 12 o'clock, but you made me clock in at 9.45, so I'm definitely going to take, like, a 10-minute break to actually cook my breakfast slow. <laughs> to actually, like, make my smoothie. To actually find something on my tablet to watch while I work. Wow. Because I just feel like, how dare you think that people are excited to do this work every day and know that eight hours of their life is taken out to do this bullshit that is really unnecessary because y'all choose to hire people who lack comprehension. Like, there's nothing about my job that I'm doing because it's making a difference for the company. I'm basically back up because you allowed some dumbass people to be in a position with your clients that don't know shit about how the company works as far as billing. And I get to see the backside of how different ethnicities of people privileges as far as like excuses on why they don't pay their bill in full compared to other people who get like three strikes and you're canceled. Like if the limit for certain things is three times per year, why the fuck can I go on someone else's bill? They had 13 times to pay a 
$500 bill short by doing payments like $10, $20. Exactly. $65. Why do they get 13 times over this person over here that gets three times and then their their whole shit is canceled? So like I'm seeing that. I'm just like, damn, I'm like, this company is so full of shit. Um and it also humbles me in the way of being like, okay, all these people out here with, you know, um, Maseratis, um, 2023 vehicles, 2022 vehicles, these people are willing to pay like $800 in like coverage, uh, $500 bills for one vehicle. And I'm just like, dog, it's not worth it when you have a car note. There are people who are driving around here acting like their life is very comfortable when it's very shitty because you're living in a house or you're living in an apartment and you're driving a house. You're driving a mortgage. That is losing worth every time you drive it. And so... That's yeah. um, what I'm dealing with. Every week, I swear to you, I apply to at least 10 different jobs and I get the same bullshit response back um, saying either they, they went with another candidate that has um, more, more experience in the role. It's the same role that I currently do. Yeah. Yeah. So who has more experience? Like, are you are you kidding me? And so yeah. with that, I'm dealing with companies that are hiring but don't want to pay you. I'm mm-hmm. dealing with companies who are not legit um, sometimes, which is why I minimize the information I put on my resume. Like, I don't put my address on my resume. I don't put my phone number on my resume. I put my email um, and my LinkedIn because there's yeah. with with this pandemic and with um more people working from home there's a lot more scammers who are just creating a bullshit ass company saying that um we need a specialist and we're going to specialist 63k to 70 per year to do this stupid ass role you're fucking lying your company is not legit there's yep. nobody that works for you and you're fishing for people's information. And so what they do is they make these BS um like headlines for jobs. People see it, they it, they hope that they put a lot of information about themselves on their resume. Then they send them a bullshit email saying, Hey, go ahead and complete this bullshit ass assessment. Then once you complete mm-hmm. the bullshit ass assessment, they send you a, a Google invite to do mm-hmm. some mediocre um, voice-to-voice or video-to-video uh, phony interview, like a virtual interview, because that's big now, because a lot of people are at home. And mm-hmm. hope that you send in your ID. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, all this bullshit. You know what? Um, do, you, do, you, do you mind if I take five minutes out of my 30 for 30 just to talk about that just, just like just a few yes. minutes um because yes. like I, i'm not gonna need 30 this week even though you never know but when it comes to that here's what pisses me off um we're in 2022 rule number one right. for me i'm only gonna give you three rule number one 
as an employer, you should be able to make it easier for you to read resumes. Stop making requirements and requests that don't make any fucking sense. Stop yeah. asking people to input their resume after they've attached their resume. I think Thank it's the you. dumbest fucking thing in the world. Like, I, do you know how many jobs, like, if the shit, now I'm at the point where if it don't say quick apply, I don't even fucking look at it. I look at yep. it, and I'm like, okay, if I if I got to go to your website, and then I got to, you're like, okay, upload your resume. And sometimes it does automatically, like, update the shit. But then sometimes it's like, you know what? Yeah, it updates, but we're going to add little, like, blank squares and shit intentionally because, like, we knew for a fact that you put in a PDF or a Word document. We're just going to fuck it up so you have to type it in yeah. yourself. Cool. Number two, stop asking for references. Like, I am the reference. You don't know the motherfuckers. Why are we even call? So you're going to call somebody else and say, hey, can they do their job? Because you know for a fact these people are like, yeah, they can do their job. But they could do the job that they did. Nobody knows or has a fucking clue what they're getting into until their first day. So there's that. That's rule number two for me. Rule number three is requirements. No, In my personal opinion, they need to change the term from requirements to hopes. <laughs> no, no, like honestly, like I, I, I laughed at it when I thought about it myself because I was I really went on like a tangent on Twitter about this shit. Imagine yeah. requiring everything under the sun. And then you're only giving people dental benefits, not even medical, dental. And 401k that's not matched until year three. Make it fucking make sense. And the reason why I ask these questions or I say these things is because when I look at the requirements and it says the most egregious shit, like entry level shit, like me, I'm in a position where I've worked in law for 10 years. It's time for a reset. So I'm applying for entry level jobs or what do you call it? Like entry level intermediate jobs and stuff like that. Because I know for a fact having a reset means having to start over. Having to start over doesn't mean like I should be taking like a 21 year old salary. When I say a 21-year-old salary, I don't want to be disrespectful, but it's also like, yo, I look at your requirements as like bachelor's degree and five or seven years of experience. It can't possibly fucking be both. It can't. There's no fucking way you're telling me like you're trying to pay a college graduate who has seven years of experience in this role $65,000. It Something tangibly doesn't make sense to me. So yeah. when I look at jobs, like – Obviously, the quick apply matters, the requirements slash hopes matter, and I know I said that was point three, but I didn't get to point two, so I'll just jump back right there. Point number two, I really implore people to understand this, especially employers. As you're looking at the resumes, please send an email saying that you've declined or say that they're not a right fit and stuff like that because I'd like to you not. There have been jobs that I applied for in 2021 that are just now emailing me saying, hey, you weren't qualified. I don't even remember what the fuck I applied for. To be completely right. honest with you, I don't know what the fuck I applied for. I don't even know what company this is. Like, I'm not going and doing the research. These people, you know, one of my coworkers is like, yeah, I can look on Glassdoor and read their reviews. I, I don't take it that far. Because here's the thing. Truth be told, the job that I work is like, all right, cool. The role that I'm going to take, I know I can do that job because of whatever the fuck requirements that they have. But if they're going to train me to do it, I can do it. Just pay me. Like I can always, I can learn on the fly, but I can also be taught. A lot of these employers, they feel like they want somebody to come in with all this knowledge and then get lowballed offers. I'm not that guy. I'm one of those people like, you know what? 
pay me y'all whatever y'all base salary is, learn that information, and in a year or two, if this shit don't work out, I bounce. I learned that from white people that I work with. I, I've I've gotten to the point like I found out today, Shane. Well, not today, but on Friday. I found out on Friday that it will be five years. Technically, it's already five years, but I was in like the temp to hire role. They don't consider the temp to hire role like that portion of your job being like your actual job there. So they classified me as starting in January, even though I worked with this company from August 2017 until now. So they told me that my PTO is you know, changing. It's going from 22 PTO days to 27. And I was like, damn, I stayed in the job for five years. Like, that, that's a that's an incredible feat. So my issue is when I find a new job, because, you know, it, it works in the system for me. I do good all year. I ask for raises. I tell them exactly how much money, which I have been doing so far, exactly how much money I think I deserve. Not what you want to pay me, what I think I deserve. If you decline that, that pretty much means, oh, we don't give a fuck what you think you've done for us. We're going to continue to lowball you. At that point, I have to make my exit. I learned this from white people. One, one of the white girls that worked on my team, I lied to you not, she asked them if she can get a raise for a certain amount and shit. They said no because she had only worked there two years. Not even two years. On her second year, she asked for some like astronomical like number. I don't know what it was, but she just asked for it. They told her no. You know what she did? She applied for a job within the company on another team. And I was like, oh, oh, that's cool. My thing is, white people do shit like that. We never do that. You know what we do? We complain, we complain, it doesn't happen. You know what we do? We stay right there. Because we're comfortable with that shit. I'm at now the I'm point thinking... where I'm making Yeah, oh, I'm making threats now. Like when I and my 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 threats are, aren't subtle. You know you know what I did last week? And this is not a you know, I'm sure if my employer ever hears this, they're like, yo, you really did that? You got damn right. Basically I get, you know, when I go into the office, I get to work, you know, around like 8, 15, 8, 20, right? The hours are from 9 to 5.30. 5 o'clock, I clocked the fuck on out. I got the fuck up out of there. And I was like, mm-hmm. yo, I, I, done, I did my 7.5 technically and got the fuck on out. I, I don't remember the last time. I think the only time I've ever taken a lunch break was when I was temping, where I actually had to clock out and clock back in. Now, I'm like, no, nah, I float all the way through. I work through my lunch and everything like that. So I took and got off at five o'clock. I was like, you know what? I got to go. But let me not get like the review. How I'm hoping the review is this. We go and we talk. We're like, hey, you did such a good job this year. You did this and this and this and this and this. Cool. Then they give me, you know, what they do is they don't really give you a chance to say anything. That's when I'm going to say stuff. I'm going to say, you know what? I've done all these things this year. I made sure that, you know, I'm effective. I even come in to work earlier because of this, 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 and this. I think I should deserve this. If they can't honor that, Shane, I'm fucking out. And when I say fucking out, meaning, no, keep paying me until I find the next place. Because mm-hmm. some people think, like, you know, I'm leaving this job. They'll go and just up and quit and then be working on unemployment. I can't do that shit. I got a house and a kid. Can't do it. I'll continue to work here until I find that role. But that's what ties into what I was talking about with these jobs. And I'll end the five minutes by saying that. Because... For somebody who's applying for jobs, which is ironic because most of the people who are these HR people, these recruiting people, they have had to go and apply for the jobs that they got. And it's like, yo, don't you hate that you go to like an Indeed, a Glassdoor, or all these fucking Yahoo jobs and all this other shit. You apply for a job on a website, and instead of just going and putting in your information or since the fact that you uploaded your resume and shit, you know what they tell you to do? 
go to the you know go to the external website and then you have to input all this information again and then if you are qualified enough to get a call back they call you and say they're interested you go to this fucking interview and you know what they do they read off your fucking resume as if they had no fucking clue that they were doing an interview with you somebody needs to make this shit logical to me i went on an interview saying and i told myself and i told that person that day the guy said to me he was like well why don't you have a tie on i was like because i don't have this job yet what the fuck like no I was like, no, because I told him, I was like, yo, like, it was, it was just a, like, a temp job that I needed at the time, I was between one firm and waiting for the offer from the other one, so I was like, I'll go to this job and make some, you know, make some money, but they want to do this formal interview and shit, right, but when mm-hmm. I went to the temp agency, the agency was like, oh, you know, they were expecting it to be like, are oh, you just going in and you start working a day, this motherfucker decided he wanted to have an interview, like, a, a full-fledged, he came in with a fucking business suit and all, I was like, you can do that because you already work here. Like, that's y'all requirement. I don't know you motherfuckers, so I told him. I, he was like, well, you didn't even come in here with the tie, blah, blah, blah. And mind you, he still had me work. He, he still had me come in and everything like that. He was like, I was really impressed with that. I was like, yeah, we've got to get to the point where those little ideals and shit that y'all think are jobs aren't jobs anymore. Like, my job now, casual dress. Like, we can come in here. I come in here with fucking basketball shorts on, joggers and shit like that. I'm comfortable with that. So my next job, I can't go back to wearing slacks. There's no fucking way in hell. Like, and the reason why I say that, no disrespect, it's like, oh, like, we've gotten to the point in comfort and more importantly, like, practicality, where that, like, dressing like you're going to go to Wall Street, that shit is dead. That is dead. The one thing That's, that didn't I feel rock... like... Oh, go ahead. I feel like workplaces shouldn't expect people to dress like they work on Park Ave if... Yes. Uh, lawyers, judges, um, in stock, handling yes. like like bonds for businesses. You gonna get me matching the salary yes. you pay me. You know what? I was about. To say, you know what? If anybody says anything different other than the fact that Shannon and I have a lot of same brain sen- uh, syndrome, you're insane. <laughs> Shannon said it last night, and I'm saying that I was. That was exactly what I was gonna say. I'm like, yo, like pay me. What you think I'm gonna dress like? Like if you yeah. paid me for this, like you know, I you know, we'll just give them bottom of the barrel. Especially for a lot of people who I don't know if you do this, Shane, but like you'll see like the salary that that role normally gets paid, and then that job that's offering it, they offering it like seven to ten thousand dollars less, and you're like, how? Like how, how the fuck does this work? Like one of our competitors, they start at like sixty-five, seventy thousand dollars a year for for like starting. This is base for them. So mind you, three six percent every year. Like honestly, you worked there five years. You should be making eighty eighty five thousand dollars. Truthfully, with inflation, we should you know this year technically everybody should get a ten percent rate just by proxy, right? It probably won't happen because they've been talking budgets. They know for a fact that you know a lot of people. And what you start noticing, at least for our firm, and you know I'll get back to the thirty for thirty because I'm going straight into that. Um, was the fact that with with our firm at least. A lot uh-huh. of people start leaving right before the end of the year. And it's like, why the fuck they leaving? It's because they had their performance reviews in May or June. And their salary didn't go up. Or it, it wasn't what they expected. So then when we start seeing all these fucking summer departures, that means either one of two things. Either people are sick of their salary and they didn't get the raise that they were expecting. Or they're going back to law school. Because if you go back to law school, you go and do your law shit or whatever for a year or two. And then when you come back, you come to that same job, and now you get to make the demands. Uh-huh. Me, 
I know for a fact that I ain't got it. Like, I'm Kanye. Like, you know, broke five broke, we ain't got it. So th- there's that for me. I was just, you know, I've spit all this with you for a while. We'll know in November. If Greg is irritated, it's probably because I'm up until 11, 12 o'clock at night applying for jobs. So I'm going to start effectively September 1st to figure some shit out. And then we're just going to let that be what it is. Um, move, Moving right into it, Chan, did you have anything else you wanted to say for shooting shit? Because my... Um, um, okay. I went to uh, DeKalb Farmer's Market that's in Atlanta today for the first time. Popped my DeKalb mm-hmm. Farmer's Market theory. It was like going to a huge food concert. Every fucking international food and bread and meat was in that hoe. And... Mm-hmm. My mom, uh, Anya, and myself, we went in there and we got what we needed to get. And so tomorrow we are having um, smoked turkey wings and um, rice and uh, different yams and things. You know, it was a good time today. I'm exhausted. I'm at the age where driving makes me exhausted and I need to go home and take a nap. And that's it. Yeah. Whew, boy. Well. Y- y'all done sat through roughly, what, 40 minutes of us shooting the shit, so let- let's get straight to it. Um, So, my 30 for 30 this week is about to be about sex positions, right? And more specifically, sex positions cool. after 30. Now, I'm going to make this real quick. I only got seven bullets, and I'm going to try to limit it to two minutes. I'm not going to go into any long explanations and stuff like that, but here we are. Um, Here's a disclaimer for y'all. Um. This is not a podcast where we kink shame or go and tell people about themselves. Whatever you do in your bedroom or with the person that you have is up to you. Nobody wants right. to hear your, you know, your plight about how you feel about things. More importantly, my personal opinion might not be yours. Just know that either you can take from it or you can leave it. That is that simple. All right. We got that. Good. Um, another thing, we still have Adam and Eve as a partner. We do have the code. Uh, what is it? It's mouth. Uh, M-O-U-F. If you go to Adam and Eve, you can get a... Uh, what is it? I think you get like now you get 14 free things like you get like the DVD, you get the the sex toy, you, you know, obviously you pick these things. There's a whole bunch of shit they give you in this care package. If you use the code mouth at adameve.com, I personally have bought now three things. I bought a wedding gift for, you know, some friends. I bought us some shit and then I bought a gift as a gag gift for Christmas for the holidays. You can continue to use the code, which I think is really dope. Adam and Eve. So if you use M O U F M O U F at adamandeve.com or adamandeve.com, you can go and get a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I I, I shit you not. Like, everything that's on there, it's 50% off with that code. Imagine you decided you wanted to get you a rose, right? You ain't got to go to Amazon and get that third party, like, rose from somebody who you don't know who the fuck is sending it. You don't know if it's going to come in a (laughs) box or a bag. Like, you go to adamandeve.com. And they will send that shit to you, and it looks amazing. Um, I, I I used it on the spouse today, and she attempted to enjoy herself, at least from what I was told from the squirt. But regardless of the story, you know, let's get into the sex positions. But, again, use code MOUTH, M-O-U-F, at AdamEve.com. You get 50% off your entire orders. You order 15 things, 50% off of everything. M-O-U-F at, uh, at AdamEve.com. Moving right along. So, number one, bullet point. Sex is completely different once you hit 30. I really wish people would understand, like, sex at 30 is not supposed to be two hours. It's not supposed to be some long-ass <laughs> monologue where y'all, like, people, p- 
people are competing with Twitter to figure out how long they're fucking. I'll never fucking understand this shit. Like, there was a girl, um, well, I'm sorry, a woman who was like, no, it wasn't even on Twitter. It was on TikTok. She was making this long epilogue about how, you know, sex, you know, with her, like, you know, it's not good unless it lasts for two hours. And she was like, that, that includes foreplay and this and this and this. And I'm like, okay. Now, I don't know how a woman's mouth operates, but I know how mine does as a man. When I'm going down on a lady, my lady, whoever lady, um, mm. I'm not down there for 22 minutes at a time. And more importantly, mm-hmm. if I'm down there for 22 minutes at a time, I'm not doing what the fuck I need to be doing. <laughs> Somebody need to check on Greg. He probably sleep. <laughs> Listen, you hear me? Like, you, can you hear me, Shane? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there like, yo, like, I'm trying not to be an asshole about this shit because it's wild to me. Like, when she said two hours, you know, me and my practical ass, I'm thinking about, like, what can you possibly do in 120 minutes? So when she's talking about incorporating foreplay, I'm like, yo, like, do you want somebody rubbing you with a rose and then you, you know, like, that's a lot of wet spots. You going and having a dude go down on you for 20, 30 minutes at a time. Yo, here's the thing. If, ladies, if a dude is going down on you for 20, 30 minutes at a clip, right? Because that's how I saw it when she said she includes foreplay and intercourse, and I'm like, yo, like this is not a five course rest a five course restaurant. Like it shouldn't be this fucking long. Like I shouldn't have to go and get water, come back, go get the towel, come back, shower, and then come back. What the fuck is that's too much, yo? At 30 years old, you need to figure out one if it's not the person that you regularly sleep with. What the fuck y'all are there for? If it's 2 o'clock in the morning and she's like, you know what, come over and take this pussy, you know what you ain't going to do? You know what I'm not doing, rather? I'm not going to be trying to fuck her till 5 o'clock in the morning. It's not happening. Because most of these people who have, no, Shannon, most of these people who have these requests and shit like that, they talk about how they like to fuck for two hours, but then they get that one nut and they fall asleep. Now, if you wake up, after you take that nap and you decide to fuck, that's one thing. She said her session. Session is one. So if you were fucking for two hours, that's a problem. Like, your pussy's just honestly just not that good. Truth be told, I'm talking intimacy, foreplay, sex, round two, round three, round seven. Yo, this is not Mortal Kombat. We do not have to have this many fucking rounds. Fatality. Like, yes. So that, that's point number one for me. Um, Point number two. Doggy style is everyone's favorite because it's the easiest to nut in. I really wish women would understand this. It's your favorite position because he has an edge up on you. He has the friction. He has the control. He can gather himself. It, 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 all the things work in our favor in doggy style. For the women that don't like doggy style, I apologize because your body is fighting against you. And every woman that I've ever talked to that I was ever like in a situation with or every woman that has told me that they like doggy style know exactly why they like doggy style. And it varies between women. But there was, you know, I'll give you a perfect example. One girl I used to talk to, she was like, oh, yeah, she didn't want to do doggy style because, like, she had had, like, trauma with another guy and stuff, right? But then, you know, she go, she was on Instagram and she was telling me her real reason for not liking doggy style. And she said she didn't like doggy style because men get extra aggressive in the bedroom, like, you know, the spanking and the pulling the hair and things like that, right? And I was like, but do, do you complete your mission? when this happens, right? And she says, oh, yeah. And she was like, the guys usually last a little bit longer in doggy style. I was like, so if the odds are ever in your favor, why are you going against the odds? And she says, well, I want to try other positions. 
So naturally, Shan, I asked, <laughs> um, do you get on top? You know what she said to me? Well, I need to get on top. He got to do the work. I said, you know what? What the fuck are we doing here? What the fuck are we doing here? Like, ladies, <laughs> what, what the fuck are we She said, what am I? She's like, you need to do the work. Have you? Okay. Ask somebody who's been underneath a woman when she's riding and shit, right? He's Women don't want to put. Yeah. Being, being underneath a woman while she's on top, it's, it's one of the more complicated things because like you could grab a handful of ass and like guide her like you know how to ride and that's cool but the one thing like all the women be like oh i got meg knees and you don't you don't even have horse knees like what what, what the fuck are you doing you're not meg the stallion you are not ed the buck you're like you're nothing stop this shit for real like one girl (laughs) she said something she (laughs) and it made me laugh because Every guy has had this shit happen at least once in their life, where you have a girl riding on top and her knees pop, and both of y'all hear it. <laughs> what you gotta act? Yeah. You gotta fight through it, yo. Like there's, <laughs> there's nothing worse than hearing a woman's knees pop when she on top, because you know at that point she's gonna climb off and be like, hey, you know she's gonna either get in doggy style or she's gonna lay down because she wants you to start, you know, taking leverage. So, again, doggy style is everybody's favorite position because it's the easiest to nut in. Women can relax. Men can go and relax as well. Also, um, a lot of you dudes, y'all make if y'all are like me, we make a lot of wild, crazy fucking faces when we having sex, especially when we hitting it from the back. I I decided, you know, in, in my drunken slumber one night, uh, just like a couple months ago actually, I decided, you know what, I'm gonna try to film this shit, right? I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what this look like, right? It's not good. It's not good, and I'm gonna tell you, Shane, this is why it's not good. I fuck ugly, like. I mean, most look... people. No, 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 Shan. When I say fuck ugly, like, I'm making faces as it, like, I'm groaning, but there's no noise coming out. I'm, like, looking, and at one point, I looked at the camera and, like, licked my lips. I was like, you know what? I, I, I don't want to watch this shit again. I've never, <laughs> you know, it was disgusting. It was actually bad to watch. But, yeah, like, again, doggy style, like, the women can moan. They can put their head in the pillow if they need to. You know, if you have the proper arch, you don't even have to have the proper arch. You just honestly need to be your best you. And doggy style lets people do that. Shout out to Eva, AP, and Lou. I'm almost done, I promise. And I told you this is not going to be 30 minutes. Um, number three, sex for anything uh, for well, – I'm sorry. Sex for anything longer than 30 minutes is only for one-night stands. Now – Somebody's going to take that wrong, so let me clarify. When I say one-night stands, I'm talking about that person don't live with you. That person, you know, they come over on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Like, one of my friends was like, she got a Friday appointment. I was like, okay, appointment means they ain't going to be there long, right? That's like going to the Mm -hmm. dentist. Like, you go to the dentist, you go and have your work, and then when you leave, you leave, right? So, if y'all are having sex for longer than 30 minutes, like, obviously, when I say sex, I'm talking about actual physical, like, fucking. You can have sex, y'all nut, and then y'all rest up or whatever, and then y'all go and do it again. That That's different. It's not two hours. It's like intervals and stuff like that. But anything longer than 30 minutes is romance. If y'all are fucking for 45 minutes, y'all got the fucking the Bluetooth speaker by the bedside. You got the little mood light and shit on. I'm like, no, y- y'all together. Y'all go together. That That is not a one-night stand. That is y'all going together. You might as well go ahead, lay the toothbrush on a nightstand, and go ahead and leave the deodorant in the drawer and shit because you live there. That, that's your pussy and that's her dick. So pretty much that's number three. 
Number four. This one is going to hurt. Um, because Shan talked mm-hmm. about this in November. We still have the episode up for anybody who is listening live. Go back to the November episodes because trust me, November twenty twenty one. Um, if you can't put your mouth on your partner, don't fuck. Mm-hmm. Period. It's 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 really that simple. Um, I I I would love to hear Shannon's take. I'm gonna just leave my little point here, and I want Shannon to take over for four before I go into five. Um, I've personally grown tired of men wanting women to like suck their dick, but then they be like they ain't eating pussy because they don't trust women and who they've been with in the past and blah 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 blah. More importantly, like yo, you're willing to go raw. I've had grown men say that they don't wear condoms intentionally because they trust the girl, they fuck with the girl, they've been fucking with her on and off for a year now, blah, 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 no condoms, cool. But y'all ain't going down on y'all partners, men and women alike. Now, I understand with, like, women that, you know, things, but for a guy, if you have the mitigated gall to go and, like, say, you know what, I'm going to go in the pussy raw, why can't you eat mm-hmm. Right. And 2022. So, Shan, how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel like if you can't put on, you know, your mouth on your partner, don't fuck them? I do agree with that. And I also feel like a lot of men, um, they expect top of the line mouthage, right? All the time. Yep. All the time. And if they could request that you remove your tongue, and your teeth, they would, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, to have the audacity to be in your 30s or your 40s or your 50s, and you know you suck a head, but you expect mm-hmm. head every time from a woman, you should never, ever expect any woman to give you any type of oil. Period. Mm-hmm. Because if the only thing you come in with every time is thrust and um, back shots, and let me tell you this, all positions are not created equal for every wing. Some of y'all short, and that lay down doggy is not for you. I'm going to say this again. That lay down doggy requires you to have reach, and some of y'all is not for you, so stop trying it. Okay. Hello. Uh, if I wanted a worm between my butt cheeks, I would get one, but I don't. Okay. A lot of y'all can't reach. You know where the remote is on the TV stand, and you on the couch, and y'all <laughs> can't quite connect it. Somebody gonna have to get up. Is that okay? So, um. The whole thing with like oral and what you require and what you need. If you can't deliver the same energy at the same time, and I, and I can say this because I have been a trooper with lockjaw. Mm-hmm. And in order to have lockjaw, it requires you to be doing something consistently for a long period of time. Mm. Okay, and I am not one who is afraid of me, ladies. Mm -hmm. If you think a man should be able to put his mouth on you, be in you, but you don't want to put your mouth on his wing because it wasn't you, this, 
have you been up for your annual? What is going on with you that you wouldn't want to put your mouth on it? Mm. And that's all I got to say about number four. Mm. Okay. All right. So moving on. Actually, no, we got a voicemail. Let's go ahead and play that. That's from Eva. I'm just not a huge oral person, honestly. Like, um, I think it's way more common than it used to be. Same with like anal. And it's just like, I mean, I'll do it, but it's like, yeah. I could go without it. But it is weird that a lot of men expect it, but don't want to give it. That's what's weird to me. Yeah. And I'll speak truth to power with that one. So shout out to Eva. I just feel like my issue is the people who want it the most don't want to reciprocate that shit. Period. And that's always been like indicative of some shit. Like there was a girl that I used to talk to and like she, she played me. And I, I can comfortably say this, and I stuttered because I had to think about it. And I was like, yo, did she play? Yeah, she played me. But basically, what happened was, like, she would come over, and I really was digging this chick, right? I'm like, yo, like, she, she fine as shit, right? She she lay on the bed and shit like that, and, you know, I'm rubbing it. And I was some like, some, of, the fine, some of the finest ones are the worst, Greg. Yo, yo, and she, she taught me that some of the finest fucking people in the world are pillow princesses. Anybody who is not familiar with the term pillow princesses is a starfish. A woman who literally just lay there and take it. A woman who honestly is only there to hope that you finish. That way she can hope to finish. This shit is trash. It is garbage, right? So mind you, I'm going out of my way for her. So when I say she played me, it's like, all right, like she comes over and blah, 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 blah. You know, we, we kicking it. We're doing the kissing on the neck, kissing on the cheek, the chest, sucking the titty. All, all, all the beautiful things that people like, all the foreplay shit, right? You know, she, she grabbing the dick. And I'm like, all right. I'm I'm with this. I'm with this. Like, when you going to take this, right? And then I go and I commit to going and, you know, giving oral to her, right? So I go and I do my thing or whatever. And then, you know, she's like, oh, you know, like, yeah, just I'm not ready yet, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, all right, I'll let it slide the first time, right? I was like, cool. You don't want, you know, you don't want to have sex. I had the, the Eddie Murphy and Boomerang shit where I'm like grabbing the sheets like, this bitch really done played me, right? Like, I, you know, I ain't going to get no ass tonight. You know, I done ate some pussy. My fucking... You know, at that point, I had a gold tea, so I'm like, gold tea, wet and shit. You know, I got to go to the bathroom and act like I like this bitch. Like, I want to kick her out, but whatever, like, you know, but she's fine, so I got to keep her around, right? So that was one. You know, that was time number one. Time number two, I go, you know, and she drunk. I'm drunk, but we both went to, you know, we both went out. She she comes over, and she tries to pull the same old shit, right? So at this point, I was like, all right, now, you fool me once, cool. We ain't going to get to the fool me twice shit, right? So I say to her, and I was like, yo, like what's going on and she was like i'm just not right i'm like yo so you ready to go get eight out but you ain't ready to take dick i was like yo we need to figure out what the fuck this is about right and then she was like you know she's talking but she's like everything she's saying don't make sense and you know out of respects for women and their personal traumas and stuff like that i was like oh like i understand i sympathize with you and all but like why are you still here and i, I said this too i was like yo yeah. if you're not comfortable why the fuck are you still here? Like, you you let this go into a situation where you were comfortable with it, you were cool with it, now you playing around. And I can't speak for all men when I say this, because it was like, oh, like, sometimes us men get played because we're trying to be sympathetic to a woman's needs, but sometimes a woman is just fucking playing. And she was just fucking playing. So what happened is the yeah. second time, I was, you know, I go and I, I start and I'm looking at, she she's you know, kicking back legs all up, moaning like a fucking boar and shit. I'm like, oh, this is great. Like, she's enjoying it. She don't, she don't, 
I'm like, she's gonna take some dick tonight, right? And you know what? I go, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm starting to rub it. What, what I do, what I do is I go, and I see that she, you know, she's thinking she's about to come and shit, right? You know, I, I stop. I put, you know, I put the brakes yeah. on. I put the brakes on. on I go boundary. grab the condom. Yeah, I was like, I, I put the brakes on, and I go grab the condom. She's like, what you doing? I was like, oh, I know what that's about. Uh-huh. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> I heard what that's about. When she said that, she was like, what, what you mean? I was like, what the fuck you mean I'm doing? Now, mind you, you know, we're you know, we sensitive to the R word and, you know, you yeah. know, assaults and stuff like that. So I said, I was like, yo, what are we doing here? And when I asked that question, she all of a sudden, she starts hitting the, well, I don't know, blah, 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 blah. I was like, so you hear you were, com- you know, completely comfortable with all that's happening to you as long as you don't have to reciprocate shit. And she's yeah. like, well, you know, I just, I'm not ready. I was like, you got to go. I told her, I was like, you know, nah, you really- you need to hey. not be coming here anymore. Yeah. Don't but, you come- but here's the thing. <laughs> no, nah, but, but yeah, but, but then, and you know, I, I know there are like a lot of women that listen to the show and I'm, I'm trying to be very sensitive about this, but I'm also trying to be very transparent and honest. Like I would much rather kick you the fuck out of my house and make Make sure that you're mad about the fact that you have to put your clothes on and go. Like, I just don't want you to feel uncomfortable being here. Because what was happening, like, the first time, you know, that all happened. And then we sat there, you know, she wanted to cuddle up. What the fuck am I cuddle with you for? Like, I'm turning on ESPN. You gonna go to bed. I'm gonna sit here mad because I'm like, yo, like, she laying beside me still fucking naked. Yeah. Yeah, it was a a used, used situation. And it took a lot of for you to repeat the second time and come over here with the same exactly. shit. Yeah, but like, the, thing is, the first, as a woman, if I saw that that's what you wanted and I didn't want to do that, I would never come again. Yes, which means that, like, you know, most guys were in their head, they gassed up and like, yo, man, I did my thing with my tongue, so, you know, she definitely gonna give me some ass. I'm like, no, she's gonna continually, perpetually use you for head. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to be that guy. I've had friends who said the same shit. A lot of men have been that guy. And if you haven't, you have not grown as a man. Like, you have to be in a situation where a woman uses you for the first time for you to be like, you know what? Damn. Like, I got to grow up. I got to honestly start having these standards that the women have because think about it. Think about how many women have been a guy's one-night stand. Think about mm-hmm. how many women have, like, dealt with that shit. And they're like, yo, like, you know what? I'm going to play the game how it's played, right? But when it happens to us, we kind of get, you know, upset. We get offended. I got offended the first time, but I knew going for the next time, I was like, all right, we're going to play it this way. So she thought, you know, what she tried to do the second time was she tried to talk it out. Ain't no talking. I was like, yo, like, you know what? I'm not comfortable because I don't know where this is going to lead up. I don't know if you're going to be upset at me and just be laying there all night, all mad, cocking attitude. You got to go home. You know, she's packing up her shit, and she was like, I don't even understand why you called me over here. I was like, I don't understand why you got naked and laid in the motherfucking bed. And you know, know why I called you over here, but you also yeah. knew what you wasn't going to do also. Bingo. So I, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful, but we, we honestly, if we establish boundaries, it works both ways. Yeah. And it can't be a situation where you have your boundaries, but then I'm standing on the other side of the fence. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and play in traffic. Like, you completely safe over there. I got boundaries over here because what happens, and this is not for every woman. This is not isolated to a certain group of women. I'm just speaking to the woman that, you know, it happened to me with. Like, what she would do is she would put up a fence, but it was one of those fences that's not, like, completely boxed in. It was just like a, like a one-sided fence, and she could easily just walk around the other side. And say, you know what? Yeah, I'm ready now. But then when you come around the fence, she's like, you know what? I'm just walking on the other side. And I'm like, I, I can't have that shit. So what I did was I had her get her dressed. And I was like, yo, you got to go. 
and this is before lifts and ubers and stuff like that so you know she obviously she had a car so she drives in the entire way home you know she texted me she's like i don't think this is gonna work i was like that's how you felt when you showed up period let's be honest this is honestly <laughs> that, that, that's how you felt when you got here you felt like you know what like i got away with it once i'm gonna try it again and i'm gonna just try to cut them off and i'm not saying all women think about that but trust me i've heard enough stories where that's Most like all right cool. yeah it's like i'm gonna try this again if he you know if i can play him once i'm gonna play him twice i'm gonna cut him off real quick mm-hmm. that way he don't get attached and i was like no nah, i can't be the one you know what she says to me she's like well i don't understand why you're acting like this i'm like trust me i'm not acting this is how i feel Ooh. and it, <laughs> And, and if I feel this way and I can't display how I feel about this, then it's a personal problem. And you were in the wrong position with me tonight. Like literally you yeah. were in a position where it's like you, you caught me on a bad night where I was super vulnerable and I was saying these things and I meant what I said. I'm a huge advocate of say what you mean and mean what you say. And regardless of how cutthroat it might sound or how people might feel about it, just know this. You can't go and dictate how I should feel and retort to you. Like, if I feel this way because of your actions, just let it be that. Stop giving your personal opinion on that shit. She was, you know, all of a sudden it was paragraphs. I was like, yo, like, the first time this happened, it wasn't paragraphs. It wasn't a whole lot of thought process on this shit. Now when you realize, oh, shit, like, I actually kind of hurt somebody's feelings. I, You know, I got caught. When you got caught, all of a sudden it was like, oh, well, let me try to make it understand. Nah, ain't no understanding. Fuck you and everything you stand for. I want to say this on that situation when it comes to women and I'm going to tell my daughters the same thing once they get to that age where that can be a situation. Not every man is going to stop and say get your stuff and leave or okay since you're uncomfortable let me walk you to your door or let me take you home. A lot of these males today are not raised with that type of respect, morale, um, or value when it comes to women today. So if you're not all the way 100% about having all the way sexual encounters with a male today and you put yourself in the position to be in his space at his home away Mm -hmm. from yours, you don't tell you know, your four closest friends, your location, and you just yes. there think you're about to get over on somebody, you might end up with someone who turns into a completely other individual because they're not getting their ego Yo. stroked or their pride is bruised. Now, Yo. don't do it because yeah. I'm not saying it's right if a man violates you, but there's also a responsibility factor in putting yourself in a position to not have a option to not be there. Yeah, like, trust me, I've cut off a lot of people. I've, I've posted this shit, I've made it vocal, I've said it to people, friends, family, and shit like that. Like, yo, like, it, this shit is 50-50 with me now. I've literally gotten to that point where the shit is 50-50. If I start seeing you trying to edge out the 60% and make it 60-40, I'm already out. At 35, I'm in that position where I feel like I have the the leverage where I know I can pull myself out of a situation. Like, there have mm-hmm. been friends that I've made. There have been women in my life. There's been people in my life. I'm like, you know what? Like, this shit, it's, it's no longer equal. And when I vocalize these things, all of a sudden, it's a problem. It's like, oh, so you wanted me to keep quiet and just have that pain within. But then when I go and say this shit to you, all of a sudden, it's like, well, damn, I don't understand why you feel this way. I'm felt that way and I've been telling you this but I've been saying it so discreet 
And when I say discreet, meaning I've been saying it, but it's been a passive way of saying it. And I thought that you would catch on before I had to blow the fuck up. But then when I blow up, all of a sudden it's like, oh, this, he, he's being an asshole. Greg is just being this. No, Greg is being who Greg's always been. He was just being nice because he fucked with you. He was mm-hmm. being the person that was, you know, doing this because he fucked with you. He understood, like, you know what? Like, this is a friendship. This is a whatever the fuck it is. That's why for me, like, when I see, like, the singles market now, I, you know, when people like, the single market has P in it, I'm like, no, you motherfuckers just don't know how to date. It, it's really that fucking simple. There are people that I yeah. know that are in not even relationships. Like, they fucking on another person and shit like that, and they're not happy. And instead of saying, you know what, I'm not happy with that person, you know what they do? They go fuck off. Trust me, I've done that shit in the past. I can be completely honest with it. Like, it's like, all or, right, cool. Like, you, oh, go ahead. Or in, instead of them say, I'm not happy to the person they need to say, I'm not happy to, that other person is not happy either. And so they're exactly. just like coasting with each other and, and giving each other bad energy. Because yep. when, you, when you have those sexual connections with people, you're, you're passing off energy to express to somebody else how you feel. So exactly. if what you're saying is not matching what you're doing and there's really no goodwill behind it, you, you adding fuel to the fire. Exactly. And I'm going to give you one more point and then I'm going to move on to my next thing because I don't want to touch the 30 minutes. Um, it's this. Um, I was watching the show The Shire. I'm a huge fan of The Shire, even though I think the show has become ass since, right? So long story less long, there's um, Emmett and Tiff. So Emmett is played by like Jacob Latimer, uh, Lattimore or whatever, and then Tiff is yeah. his wife or ex-wife because they were they got married on the show, they got divorced because she wanted to be out here and be a hoe. Now here's the difference. Now somebody's like, well, great, he was a hoe first. Yes, but here's the issue with him being a hoe. And somebody, again, I'm going to offend somebody, I'm going to sound disrespectful, but when he cheated, he cheated, fessed up to it, confirm that he cheated and say, you know what, I have to do better for you. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that, you know what, not only do I not fuck this up, but I treat you right. Tiff, on the other hand, she decided, you know what, that's not enough. I'm going to go fuck my drug dealer. So the dude who, you know, was selling her weed, she decides to Mm -hmm. fuck him. She likes fucking him. She goes and tells Emmett she likes fucking the dude. After she goes and says that she likes fucking a dude, she goes and divorces Emmett, goes to move in with the dude. Goes to move in with the dude or whatever. But before she moves in with the dude, like, she divorces Emmett. She moves in with her mom for a night, and then the dude was like, why don't you just live with me? You know what she does? She moves in with the dude and tells Emmett, you keep the kid. So now Emmett is keeping the kid while she's staying with the drug dealer boyfriend now, right? Mm-hmm. Emmett's like, all right, now I got my kid, you know, I'm divorced, I'm free, I figured things out, blah, 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 she didn't want to take me back for cheating, and that's within her right. Just like she moved on, he moved on. This bitch, Tiff, and I'm only saying bitch because bitch is like an acronym for beautiful individual trying to coast and be honest, like, right? Like, that's pretty much what that acronym means. So basically, Tiff sees that Emmett is in a new relationship. She goes, and you know what she says? She's like, well, I just don't understand why you couldn't do this for me. And he was like, I had to grow. I had to learn. I had to fucking grow up, right? Like, everybody who's, like, fucking 20, 25, they don't, I won't say they don't know no better, but it's like, yo, who the fuck do you know you are if you haven't had examples or you haven't been an example yourself? Sometimes you don't have good examples, so you have to fail. Emmett failed in order to realize, like, you know what, like, yo, I lost my wife, you know, like, I'm in a situation, you know, now I have the kid, and I have to become a better man because I lost 
my wife, right? So what he did mm-hmm. was, you know, he learns whatever. He all of a sudden his life gets better. He goes and gets, you know, this job with his own restaurant. He has his own restaurant now. He's taking care of his kid, and he starts dating the girl that I won't say got away, but it was like the girl that he should have always been with. He finally gets with her. But her and Tiff are friends because they all somehow, as big as fucking Chicago is, they all are friends. I don't know how this works, mm-hmm. but this is how the show pans it out, right? So he ends mm-hmm. up dating the girl that is Tiff's friend, and he treats her so much better. They have Christmas parties together. She's cooking dinner, taking care of the kids together, including Tiff and Emmett's kids. So she's taking care of them yeah. and everything like that. Tiff gets mad. Tiff decides, and I really hope, Shan, I really hope you watch this season. You don't have to watch the rest of them. Fuck those seasons. This I season watched half of it, but I thought it was done, and then they added more episodes, and then no, I had no. already took off my subscription. No, please. So once it's done, I'll add the subscription back yeah, on and finish. I, no, no, I, I'll, I'll give you my Showtime password. I, I'll lie to you now. I'll give it to you because I really want you to watch it. Because it's, it's one of those seasons where, like, we can actually add, like, episodes to Loudmouth about situations that happen on that show. And it doesn't have to mm. be, like, the actual, like, proxy of that conversation. But it's more so, it's like, oh, like, a lot of this stuff is like, oh, like, people have think pieces on Twitter, but they don't have fully fleshed out thoughts. But like, let me let me finish the statement about the Tiff and Emmett thing. So, basically, Tiff sees that now Emmett is in a committed relationship and he's trying to do a, a better thing, right? So, yeah. she, you know, when his girlfriend goes and she's going to school because she's in college, she's getting like her master's or something like that, mm-hmm. Tiff comes over. Tiff comes to the door and she has on like a trench coat and shit. And she tells Emmett to sit down on the couch. She pulls the, you know, the thing back and she got her little A-cup titties and her little thick thighs and shit. She's like, you mm-hmm. know what? She's trying to fuck. Now, she's not trying to fuck because she really want Emmett. She's trying to fuck to prove that, like, you know what? Like, you still happy. want me. Yeah. yeah. Like, you happy and I just want to make sure that, like, you're not as happy as you think you are. Emmett says, you know mm-hmm. what? I can't even do this shit. You know, it's not worth it. And he was like, I've changed. Well, he said he changed. I'm going to tell you, Shan, this shit reminded me of so many women. Not that I've like dated, <laughs> just women in general. This, and I, again, bitch, beautiful individual that's changing honestly. Okay? That, that, that's what the acronym for bitch is going to be tonight, right? Beautiful individual that's changing honestly. So, she goes and she talks to Emmett. She's like half naked. She got on lingerie and shit. Emmett says, you know what? I can't do it. I'm a changed man. She leaves and goes back home. And the drug dealer boyfriend that she's now with, he cooked her dinner and all this other stuff. And she's looking at him like he is the ugliest motherfucker on planet Earth. And the dude that she's dating is um Amon Shumpert, right? So yeah. <laughs> she's, she's fucking with Amon Shumpert or whatever. And he cooked her dinner. He bought her bags and all that. She was like, I don't really want bags. Like, you know, I, you know, I just want my family. You know, pretty much saying, like, I want my family back together because I just don't want somebody else having that shit. Which is like, yo, mm-hmm. like, wh- why are we doing this? Like, we're, we've gotten to the point where we can't communicate effectively to the point where, like, you think that you're going to really get your man back that – I'm sorry, not even your man, your ex-husband back by fucking him. And then you ended up going back to the house where you and a dude are at, which I thought was garbage, but again, there are a lot of people in this world who, and including me, because I've done this before, where it's like, you know what, like, yeah, I'm going, and, you know, I'm with you, but you know what, like, I'm gonna go and fuck on something else, and then come back, and I got that guilt, I got that buyer's remorse, where it's like, you know what, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was fun for that little period that it was, but then I have to live with the reality of, like, I still gotta go back there, I still gotta realize, like, yo, like, home is home, and that, that leads me into, 
ironically, <laughs> point number six of sex positions after 30. Um, with an open mind, what are three things if nobody judged you for, you'd try? So, point number, uh, n- uh, number six for me, I have my three things. Number one, I know it's going to sound ironic, I want to start an OnlyFans. Um, now, the OnlyFans doesn't have to be the most glamorous shit and everything in the world, but I feel like it would be a connection. It's like, you know what? Like, you know, women always talk about they want nut videos and shit. I'm like, no, nah, I want to I want to get paid for my shit. Now, somebody would be like, nobody, nobody's paying for... Now, trust me, like, there have been women be like, oh, I'm not paying for no man shit. I'm like, you'd be fucking surprised. If y'all can pay $80 for a, a fucking uh, makeshift dildo that, twir- like, twirls in circles like a merry-go-round, which no dick can do in real life, but y'all decided that uh, apparently we got these terminated dildos and shit now cool that's number one number two i want to have a threesome with somebody she chooses so so mm. that, that, that that's a that was a wild one for me i thought about it and i was like you know what said it for a long time i was like you know what it's somebody who's had threesomes and i either did or didn't have fun i was like you know what what about actually thinking about the other person so if she says to me you know what i, I want to have another girl i'm like cool she's like you know i want to have another guy i'm like you know what i, I said whatever now am i now if i if i'm gonna i'm never interacting with this guy like you know if she's like you know what i want you know i want to have two guys I'm like you know what i would just have to be in a situation where i have to live with that because i laid it out now that has to be a comfortability with you and your spouse now somebody would say i don't want to do that there's going to be other straight males like myself who would be like absolutely not yeah but then think about it like how many men if their girl was like you know what i'm bringing my girlfriend in the bedroom or some you know some girl that i know you completely down. A just, lot. Just think about that. A, a lot of men would be like, they're down. But then what happens if she says, you know what? I did that for you. Do something for me. You can't tell her no at that point. Or else that relationship a lot of men is... Tell them no. A lot of men yeah, tell but, them no. And those relationships never last. I, I have not seen any situation where that scenario has worked out and they stayed together. I have never seen it. If anybody could tell me where a girl has had a threesome with their man... And then she asked if she could have, you know, her choice in who it was, and he didn't even fly off the handle or was like, nah, I can't do that shit, or was super judgmental. I, I'll give you 20 bucks, but I have yet to see that shit. <laughs> and that's me being completely honest. Um, and number three, um, I said, I want to properly try anal on my lady partner. I feel like I've been neglecting it because I'm afraid of all that pussy being right there. So, like, you know, I, I want to try this shit. Now, somebody would like, you know, women like, no, it's exit only or no. I'm like, no, like, I want to properly do this shit. Now, obviously, I don't know what properly means, but when I think anal, it's not exactly what anal is. And that's because X videos and XNXX and all those websites and shit have scarred me from what fucking anal is. Like, they mm-hmm. make the anal seem like the ass is like the size of a lampshade. It's not. <laughs> like, <laughs> the asshole is a, it, it looked like, Imagine winking, right? Like, seeing somebody wink, that's what the fuck an asshole looks like to me. Like, I had to look, I was like, oh, that's what it looks like. But the porn videos, like, they've done a lot of gaping. They've done a lot of work when it comes to plugs and beads and stuff like that. And they've done practice. So imagine going it's to somebody like, who's It's eating. like, basically, okay. it's like a gauge that you have in your ears over a period of time. Yes. Yes. So, that, I mean, that, that was my little sex positions after 30. I... I told you I wanted to keep it short and sweet, and I, I think I did it. 18 minutes. I, we, we did a good job, so I kept it so at 18 minutes. So I want to touch, touch on that whole um, situation on the shy, and I talked about this on the episode that dropped yesterday, Renting Lovers. And I'm saying that 
sometimes the person you in a relationship with that you probably did dirty or y'all had issues with cheating or not trusting each other and then you grow like Emmett and you get to a point where you like you don't want to have outside relationships out of the one that you're in that you want sometimes you hurt a person so much that even if you got better as long as y'all together they would never respect you getting better because they don't believe that you're done with that old you anymore and i feel like that was the situation with him and his wife is even though he said that he wanted to get married and he wanted to be just with her she didn't like heal from his shit of him like being a hoe which brings me into my 30 for 30 where i'm talking about how not to be a tool and my thing is like when you do somebody dirty that's 110 percent for you you run the risk of not being able to be better with that person regardless of how you changed and sometimes a person that was shit that got better ends up having to drop that relationship that they now want to keep for a new person where they have no like strikes against them because now if i go in with a level head and they trust me and i didn't do anything dirty then the belief system is 110 percent there sometimes when you do somebody dirty and you get better and you stop your bullshit, that person's belief system with you is at a 53 and it's going to stay at a 53 regardless of how good you do. And that's what happens with a lot of people. And um, you just got to know like if someone being better over a period of time is going to do anything for you for the relationship to grow. For me personally, I know my I know my personality. If somebody do me dirty and we, I'm in a relationship and I didn't do shit to them, I will never trust you on the level that you would need to be trusted even when you got better. So I'm going to do you a disservice if we stay together because I'm always going to second guess you. There is no give me back my 50% so I could be at 100. It's none of that with me because I know my personality. So you better off being with somebody else that's going to respect you being better because it ain't gonna be me so when it comes to like boundaries and knowing yourself i think that's what people need to know to truthfully be like okay yo 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 don't forget to leave a review and let us know what you think about the show and if you want to join in live on the show come on stereo 9 30 eastern and look up greg or she gets it pod on stereo and you'll find the show i always post it on my twitter at shamby Podden. after these messages we'll be right back <laughs> hey, yo i want to thank you guys for checking out loud mouth stereo podcast with greg from young black and bothered don't be afraid to check his podcast out and don't be afraid to check out she gets it pod with me shan and if you're looking for any loudmouth stereo merch check out the loudmouth stereo shop with teespring got your t-shirts got your hoodies got anything you need to represent loudmouth stereo podcast now back to the show
like I want to work it out because I'm the type of person where we was at a clean slate. You made some decisions, some Mm -hmm. shit was done, and now I see you at a half full glass, period. Yep. Yep. You'll never be a full glass with me. So if you cool at being like a half full glass and being in this relationship, we could continue. If you want to get mm-hmm. your 100% and your respect and all of that at the level that you used to have it, I'm not for you. Not like this. You know? So choose wisely. So let's talk about these tools. How not to be a tool. When I say a tool, I'm talking about a hoe. Okay? Um... This is a duo topic show with Greg. Greg had his 30. Now it's for my 30. My thing is, we have to be honest with people and have some class about how we conduct ourselves so people will have something to respect. I think a lot of people are walking around this earth right now acting like, you know, they a gift to the world and they could do what they want to do, but that other person should never think about doing what they want to do and that's what we call selfish and that's what we call um audacity okay that's what i call it and so i think if more people took care of their privates and not give everybody raw veganing of their parts without easy access then there would be something to respect i think a lot of people think think, oh, let me find somebody that loves me regardless of what I do. And then once I find somebody that loves me, no matter what, I'm going to do them dirty. And then when they find out that I did them dirty that one time, and I spend like a couple of weeks, you know, controlling that whole situation and kissing ass and bringing flowers and cooking every night and keeping the house clean and staying out their way. Then they'll think, like, I'm done with my bullshit. And then I'll get back on my bullshit because I see how they acted the last time I was on my bullshit. And then it just becomes, like, the snowball of shit. To me, whether you're a man or a woman, if someone is disrespecting you on a continuous basis and you have no balance of peace and normal relationship issues, and normal relationships issues are... Um, you know, when we have an argument or a disagreement, I would like for somebody to talk to me like this because that's effective. You know, the the bill wasn't paid. Next time when the bills come in, put the bills here so we can all see them. That's normal shit. Not normal shit is like, so we're in a relationship. We both agreed to be monogamous, but you out here fucking everybody at the club whenever you go out and whenever you tell me that you know you at work it means you at work working on a bitch over here whenever you tell me you at your girl's house for the weekend you your clothes are at her house but you also went somewhere to go over some man's house and then went back to her house so that when I called you on FaceTime you were at her house but you did some some bullshit in between it's like if i'm not being honest why am i expecting honesty from the next person that right there that yeah that wow um i'm 35 and i've never actually heard anybody ever say that 
I know, I know it sounds completely ridiculous. I didn't mean to cut you off because I know you were like landing, but yeah, that like what is honesty anymore? I feel like, in my personal opinion, like honesty is like the shit you can get away with. Like, like mm. I'll just be honest about certain shit. And I'll just leave some stuff. Like, I'll leave some breadcrumbs because you didn't ask the right questions. Or you didn't say exactly what you meant when you were asking that original question. And a lot of us men, because I'm adding me to the bubble, like, we have our own personal traumas and shit like that. But when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, a woman, like, we can never really let our guard completely down because we don't know how long y'all going to be around. And that's not a knock on you or anybody else. It's more so, like, a lot of men don't want to convey the entire fucking story. And it might not even be about you. It could be the last person. I know I've said this multiple times in public. I'm like, yo, like, if I were to ever be single, I'd just be a hoe. I said it on the show. I was like, because mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't comfortably know that I can be honest with another woman. Um, imagine, like, my relationship and, like, previous re- I've been through a lot of shit with mm-hmm. women in general. So it's like, yo, how can I tell the next woman that I'm going to be any much better than I was before when I'm already trying my best. I don't know what the fuck to try harder at. Like, there is no, like, there's no median. There's mm-hmm. no, like, you know, meter for that. But at the same flip of that coin, there are a lot of guys who get off on that shit where they can actually hide things better than men like me. I can't hide shit. Like, I'm very honest yeah. about it, but there are a lot of guys who are just like, no, like, I'm going to lie my way through this shit until she's convinced. And then when she's convinced, I ain't got to lie no more because she's not going to ask any questions. And I've learned that that right there, a lot of men just won't ask, you know, won't tell everything because the women aren't asking, I won't say the right questions, but they aren't asking questions that are completely honest to them. Like if you could ask a guy straight out, but like, yo, like you, you fucking another chick, like it's okay to tell me, just don't lie about it. Like women say that they say this to guys. I'm like, no, you say it to your friends. And if you do say it to let a me guy, tell you always... something. let me tell you oh, something, ahead. let me tell you something. It depends on the personality. Cause me, mm-hmm. me. I'd be like this. I'm just like, yo, I know we ain't shit. You know we ain't shit. Mm-hmm. I know we dealing with each other to scratch each other's itches for that feeling. Yeah. But if I'm not getting that feeling from you and you're getting a good feeling from me, then you're getting something out of this investment. I'm not. So my feelings ain't hurt if I don't see you again or experience you like this again we we're cool there's no drama and there's no problems a lot of men cannot handle that a lot of mm-hmm. men beyond so damn she did me like that damn she's saying i ain't this what if what if you're the best but you're trying to be the best for the wrong bitch Ooh. what if you're Ooh. the best woman and you're doing some five shit for the wrong man what if you're spending 10 years 15 years trying to be appetizing to your high school sweetheart and y'all just grow y'all grew different why slave and sweat and not get the results that you need dealing with the person that is not for you because you're trying to follow some society fairy tale of be with the one from high school. I knew him a long time. That shit don't mean shit. Sometimes knowing somebody for a long time means, oh, this bitch is boring. 
she ain't gonna go out here and do no shit. So I could fuck off and she's still gonna be here when I get back. Shrugs. I don't want to be with somebody who's so secure and not being better for me or not being better for themselves because they're banking on the fact that I love them. You know how many men I love that I will never be with in a relationship like that? Mm. I just talked to one this week. He he sent me a random picture of his ashy wang and I said, you know what? I don't think it's as ashy, but it's still good to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then we were talking about like, um, you know, how we're doing, our kids. And he was getting on me on the fact that I'm not dating nobody, so how will my girls see a healthy relationship? I said, they gonna see a healthy relationship with their mom when I get a person to be in a healthy relationship with. But my thing is, I'm not going to be a hoe for the hopes of my girls seeing me interact with the man because my door is not a rotating hotel. You, there ain't no men coming chilling around me to give them an illusion of what a healthy relationship looks like because I want a body in my house. I don't want a body in my house. I will never live with a single man. That's me, though. There's a lot of women that will. But you will never catch me in a discussion with a single man in his home talking about I have limits and I think we should get engaged by here and I think we should get married by here. I ain't forcing no man to marry me ever in life. That is a discussion two people make on their time, not my time, not his time, on our time. So a lot of people are out here with this, um, I need to have a roster. Having a Hmm. roster of people who you think you want, like, or see to me, after 28 is childish as fuck. Because Hello. after 28, you should be already thinking about your next 10 years. And if your next yeah. 10 years is not with that person that's in your bed or across from you that's taking your time where you could be making money or making your family better or investing in yourself, then you are wasting your time. Yo, that was stop. another thing that we that we were discussing. Like He was like, um, you know, work is good. The kids are straight. You know, my house is straight. I ain't worried about shit. I just don't have a girlfriend to do shit with. Mm-hmm. I said, Negro, you are 35. You are a bit mm-hmm. too old to be worried about a girlfriend. So you telling me you want to waste money on a woman? Yes. Because no. that's what that is. Because the majority of single women in Atlanta have rosters. No. The majority wish- of women that are engaged in Atlanta have rosters that are active. Married women and married men in Atlanta be choosing people together. That's the atmosphere that's out here. So if you think someone like Greg about to be in a predicament of a mortgage, other bills, children, a wife and add another bitch onto that. Hell no. Mm. That's what, and I'm I'm tweeting this because I feel like the statement is going to go left on Twitter. But I'll read you the statement that I wrote. I wish more women would stop asking what are we and start asking why are you here. Okay. 
Because I'm because... at the point where if if I'm giving you my time and you're giving me your time, then we both need to be getting something that is appeasing and beneficial out of this. But if you're getting more than I'm getting, and I can DJ for three minutes and be sleep, you're dismissed. Hello, wake it up. I, I, I'll just never understand. Um, it's just one of those things where, like, I, I feel like the old uncle at the cookout, and it's like, oh, Uncle Greg ain't gonna understand. He's a little bit older. It's like it's not even me being older. I'm I'm older in like dating years, but it's not because I have somebody. It's because I'm very observant of the fucking surrounding. And mm-hmm. for, when people say, oh, like the dating pool has pee in it, I'm like, yo, like you, you realize there's different fucking pools. Like the dating I'm, pool I'm not- does not peeing it right. This this is a problem that I'm seeing with a lot of people. So many people are going for people who blatantly do not like them. And then when those people let them know, like, I don't like you, whether it's intention, intentionally or through action or body language, they don't back the fuck up and have some pride within themselves and some morale. They push, sometimes pushing and being on your pepula pew shit gonna get you used and so when people put on the i'm gonna push some more and then they get used i don't feel sorry for you when that only fans girl uses you i don't feel sorry for you when you met a bottle girl at the club and she always in your pockets and she only call you around lunchtime i don't feel sorry yeah. for you when around the first this bitch is texting you or or giving you the illusion that y'all gonna be more and she getting shit up out your pockets. I don't feel sorry for men who are weak-minded that get used by women. And I don't feel sorry for women who know men got rosters and other women out here, but you thinking a baby about to save y'all. You thinking, um, I'ma leave this at his house because another bitch gonna be bothered. Let me tell you something. If that man is attractive, if that man works for himself, if that man dresses nice and he takes care of himself, he got other bitches. Hello. That right there. And if he don't got other bitches, he definitely got other niggas. More importantly, if he got, if you can't figure it out and you keep saying you must have other bitches, guess what? You the other bitch. That's another thing too, like <laughs> that shit, bro. You know how many? What? You know how many times women be like, and I, I see this shit on Instagram. It's like I don't know why he fuck around with these other hoes. You other hoes, you them hoes. Sometimes it just be you. You are not special. Trust but me. But I be you know this women... is this thing that Greg with that shit that you just said. I be irritated by the bitch that's one foot in and one foot out with the nigga she talking about. You need to stop talking to other bitches. Bitch, this is your fifth nigga today. No, half the women who be saying, like, I'm tired of niggas talking to other bitches, they be in niggas like me DMs. Me, married ass Greg, and I be telling people this shit. Oh, I've been saying this shit from a mountaintop for the past four fucking summers. I'm like, yo, since I've gotten married, I've had more pussy thrown at me in the last fucking four years than I did in the last 15. And the reason why is I'm honestly keeping another woman perpetually happy by just honestly being the man that I am. 
when I Period. was doing that shit as single, Greg, these bitches did not care. And the only reason I'm calling them bitches is because bitch is an acronym for beautiful individuals that can't honestly understand what I'm saying. So when I because see the... I'll tell you this. This is what it is, Greg. When women are out here and a single man is trying to talk to them or pursue them, mm-hmm. they don't give it no attention. But exactly. once they see that you got engaged and you also followed through and you got married to the bitch, what did she get? I know yeah. I have a plate right here of food, but I want to know what she got at her table while she's smiling and she happy and she's shaking her head while she eating her food. What she got on her plate? That's how yeah. women are. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had women like the, the photos of the baby and then be in the DMs talking that shit. And I'd be sitting there like, do you know how many, I wish I could show you how many people I've restricted as friends yeah no you, you 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 can see the stories just don't if you comment i can't see it anymore that's why i stopped asking you know how uh instagram has you do like quizzes and shit fuck that mm. i stopped doing that shit a while ago let me tell you this is, let me tell you this this is how right. trifling women can be i had a best friend that i met through work working in new york and she introduced me to her fiance that she'd been with since fucking high school. Went to college together, graduated, got a master's degree in biology, so did he, living a very comfortable life. And when I say luxury, luxury, okay? Living in New York, still not happy, right? Fast forward, she ends up cheating on him with someone that works in a stock room at her job under her. And fast forward, she gets married to a homeboy. Two years later, her fiance, her ex-fiance started dating and ends up talking to and marrying his old secretary. The whole time she's in her new Ford life and moved on, quote unquote, with a homeboy yeah. that she cheated on him with, who been checking up on her ex fiance for the last two exactly. years? She has, exactly. and that's my thing. Women, if you gonna move forward, move forward. But you can't be mad at the fact that a grown man working for himself has his own practice, is educated, good looking, has all his shit together, moved on to find a woman that wants to be in the position next to him. Mm-hmm. Wake and up. her whole thing is like, I don't understand how he got married that fast. I don't understand why he picked her. And the whole time you we were together, I would always wonder if he was cheating on me with her. I'm just like, it don't matter. You already yeah. moved on. The way that you left him was dirty. You don't mm-hmm. talk to anybody that knew y'all were together before because you feel guilty but you don't want to be honest about it and this whole time where you're acting like you're happy in your life moving forward you're actually miserable chan a woman dm'd me and said your wife looks happy looks like you treat women right you know what i she did she did no, 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 no i no, treat no, my no. wife Every, right yes but here's the thing i screenshotted her a text message from 2011 the year that i actually met my wife that she never replied to. Now, mind you, that that's the parallel right there. 2011, I met my wife. 2011, before I met her, I was also out here in these streets trying to figure out what the fuck I was going to do next. I text mm-hmm. that girl, that woman, rather. Text her. 
one of the same situation I have with my wife now. I'm like, you know what? I, let me take you out. Let me, like, do these things. Because even though, like, I had my whole phases, because I've had three, possibly four, one don't count, but you know what, it, you know, whatever. So I went and I told her straight, I was like, yo, like, you know, good guys don't exist, but we're trying. Us men exist. The guys that you think are good guys are the ones who have the most shit behind them. They had like they have like smoking mirrors. So for me, I told her, it's you know, like, it's, like, it's like holding a lot of skeet and they backed up. Bingo. So, you know, mind you, it wasn't game. I was spitting or nothing like that. I was just honestly being a dude who honestly had gotten and grown tired of like chasing. I got tired of going on dates with women. Like you get tired of, you know, spending $150, $200 on women going and getting drinks and getting dinner and That's all this. That's what I'm like, saying. You know what? If I was yeah. a man. If I was a man, you think I'm about to be out here whining and dying, dying in the city? I'm not. Yeah, I got other that, that, to do. Yo, like, for her, for this girl in particular, like, yo, like, you know, I was going above and beyond. And at that point, like, she saw it as single Greg. She didn't see, like, how can I put She didn't see the potential. She just saw it as, like, okay, just another dude trying to talk to me. And that's not, you know, she's not at fault with that because it's like, oh, right, you never know. Like, you can talk to a guy trying to give him, you know the guy with good intentions, like, a chance, and then he just ends up letting you down. It does happen. But the thing is, you still have to give people chances. You can't just go and be like, you know what, I'm just going to immediately, like, weed them out of the bubble because of whatever the fuck happened to me before. You know how many women be like, oh, I, I let, you know, the good guy get away, or even guys, too, like, I let the good person get away because just I wasn't ready. No, you weren't ready. You, you know, it's not about you not being ready. You were just also being fucking stupid. Or, you know, you were so concerned about them doing you wrong, but meanwhile, you're doing everybody wrong. You mm-hmm. out here talking about you got a roster of fucking five dudes, but you mad because one dude's trying to take you seriously and you ain't ready yet. How about just mm-hmm. fucking saying that shit? Just say, you know what, mm-hmm. I'm not ready. I want to be out here doing that, because trust me, at 35 and married, I can tell a lot of motherfuckers who are in, like, long relationships, people who are married, engaged, and stuff like that, trust me, we all think, like, yo, like, what, what does other pussy feel like? Like, do I still got it? And the thing is, we think these things, we can't act on it. And the reason why we can't act on it is because if we do, we're jeopardizing our current situation. So for any woman who's listening, I'm speaking for a man and a man's perspective right now. Trust me, the law for all men who have a situation or relationship or whatever is this. And I hope the guys are listening as well. Stop fucking with people who don't have anything to lose. There are there are there are. <laughs> There are a lot of like a lot of fucking women out here who honestly they don't even want you. They want you to latch onto that shit so you can temporarily forget about your home. And then when you go and you latch on, you start catching them feelings and shit like that. Then they leave you high and dry. And then you sitting there stuck. You're like, damn, like you know I done stepped out, blah 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 blah. And you know what you do? You end up latching on to this bitch who honestly just don't even give a fuck. They just want to just fuck on you just to see if they still got it. And They're a grown the ass. Thing. Oh, go ahead. Go this ahead. is the thing. Any hoe with common sense that can get a married man or a man mm-hmm. that is involved with a woman that's doing 110% of them, she would be mm-hmm. a smart hoe to be like, nah, you're not even it. Yep. She would never want you if you were single anyway. They don't. They never. Trust me. There are women in my DMs right now. I've gone to high school, college, middle school, fucking summer camps, summer school. I don't. Women of my past, before she got here, these fucking women existed. And I would shoot my shot 
and it was literally like fucking shooting half court shots like all the time. It's like you know what, some of them might go in, but then like you know, forty percent of them just honestly just absolutely misses, and the sixty percent, trust me, all ducks. There, you know. Every man's not perfect. Sometimes you're just going to fuck a woman just because you want to fuck them. They might not even be your style. They might not be your flavor. Sometimes you got to eat the yellow Starburst. You understand what I'm saying? No, no, no bullshit. Like, sometimes you you got to eat a yellow Starburst. Like, you can't just, like, you know what? I'm just going to get the all pink. Pack. I save those nice. for last. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to save for life. Like, you know what? I had my enjoyment. I had my pinks. I had my reds. But you know what? This yellow one, like, whatever. Like, I'll eat a lemon. I'm fine with that. I've done that before. My issue, though, is a lot of women. And I only speak because I only date. I've only dated women. Is the fact that it's like, yo, women are completely inept at the fact that like they hold the power, and men for women, they swear to God, like yo, like men are stupid, men are this. I'm like yo, but they keep convincing you to lose yourself. They keep convincing you to do the shit that you do, and then you get mad because a man was being a man, or a man was honestly just like taking advantage of you. Women take advantage of men all the time. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying you can't play the victim when you saw the play. Ooh. You, look, you, Ooh. you, 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 you saw it. Like, if, like if you, when I watch football, I know on fourth down, like, yeah, they're punting the ball. They're on the 10-yard line on their, you know, on their side of the field. They can't go nowhere. They're boxed in. But you know what? Every once in a while, they, they, they run a trick play, and they end up getting a first down, and the play continues on. It does happen. But what I'm saying is you should always be, uh, you know, aware and prepared for situations because you never fucking know. So that's why when dating in 2022, I'd be looking at some people sometimes I'm like, yo, you're not even dating. Y'all out here on these motherfucking apps. You out here talking about, oh, you know, I'm having a hot girl summer. No, it's just 90 degrees outside. You cold as shit. You are shooting fucking two for 10 right now. The, the one dude that fucked you told you straight out like, he didn't have, you know, any intentions. And then the other dude was probably fucking married. It, it's just the truth. And men, same fucking situation. Y'all out here going and taking these women on fucking dates, paying $200, $250. She ain't up. She allergic to fucking lobster. She getting fucking surf and turf. What are y'all doing? Hello? Y'all <laughs> out here going and taking fucking women out to dinners that, honestly, she probably ain't ate all week. Ask from now on, and I know this is going to sound absolutely ridiculous, but like, yo, take a picture of your fucking fridge before you go on a date. Let me know what your fucking fridge look like. You saw, that you, video, fucking... you saw that video of um homeboy that went to that girl house and she had on like new pair of Jordans and no food in her fridge and she had yeah. kids and he yeah. did. Your statement, you know, with your, your bullet point, it's just like, oh, like I just really implore people to be a little bit more strategic when it comes to this dating shit because people who no longer can date or can't operate with you motherfuckers are mystified. I, I've gotten to the point where I look at people who date now, and I was like, yo, like, this shit used to be so simple. I like you, you like me, we go together. <clears throat> or even worse, you know we both want to fuck, we gonna fuck, and then if it don't work out, we disperse, and then you know what? Rinse and reset. There are a lot of people who are carrying on, like, like a shitty diaper the next day over. It's like, yo, you you been sleeping in that shit? You, you wearing that same shitty-ass diaper to the the new place, like, instead of just changing it, go ahead and change that diaper, go wipe yourself off, and then just figure it out going forward, y'all can't even do that shit, and the reason because, why, oh, go ahead, because it's, it's this, it's, you know, is it that your personal baggage, um, that you have, you're avoiding by having all of these new people around, 
because yeah. when when it gets to a point where you have to have a real discussion with someone, you avoid it. So you make up some mysterious problem and then you go on to the next person. Are mm-hmm. you scared of trusting people that you care about? A lot Absolutely. of people. A lot of people have this YOLO mentality about dating and having a roster because they don't want to be all in with someone that has options. They want to back somebody in a corner that doesn't have options so they could feel superior to the situation. And that's dumb. Mm-hmm. That's that's dumb to me. And my thing is, too many people are out here like, how do I heal a hoe? She's so cute. Or... I really mm-hmm. like him and you know, I, I wanna grow with him. How do I heal a hoe? The answer is you don't. That's you a don't an episode right there. You, I'm right now. You that stop down. you stop wasting your time. You know, people seek change when they're ready or mm-hmm. change hits them. There's no other scenario of that shit. Now yes. for you, if you're not a hoe but you're pursuing a hoe, you have to ask yourself how much time am I willing to see a change? How much time am I willing to not be with possibly the person I'm supposed to be with to see a change in somebody that's probably not going to change? And then once you rephrase this shit like that to yourself, then Mm -hmm. you're going to feel like the pressure of, okay, maybe a mental note don't have to be said out loud by December. If I'm still dealing with this shit, it's going to be a quiet, a quiet move more so than not women do this better than men mm-hmm. women do this better than men because women leave you mentally first yep emotionally second and lastly physically Bingo. so when a woman breaks up with a man it's not oh my girl left me today i don't know what was wrong i don't know what i did and she won't explain it to me no She's been explaining it, been showing you months ahead of time. You just thought you had that shit corner pocket and she had no options the whole time. Probably going half with you mm-hmm. on adulting. She was Hello. saving up for her exit. Shane, there, were, there are two women. One that has commented on this show, has left voicemails on this show that consider themselves both having their whole face in order to figure things out, they're engaged right now to be married. Mm. One was very vocal, and I'm not going to say her name, but you know I'm going to actually give you a little bit of detail in who this person was. This girl said she couldn't get men right. She was telling us about the men on these dating sites and blah, 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 and how, you know, these men, you know, pee in the pool and all this other stupid shit. And you told her Get off them apps. You said this. You said, get off them apps. Sometimes the internet is not real life. A lot of motherfuckers are representing what the fuck they think people want on social media. We don't want that shit. Take that shit back. Like, if I had the opportunity to either shop at Kohl's or fucking Kmart, I'm going to Kohl's. I want the big K. I want the K with the less letters (laughs) that honestly got the better prices. Take me to fucking Kohl's. She went to Kohl's and she stopped shopping at Kmart. You know what happened? She went and had her whole face. She told she texted me one night. I'm sitting. I'm like, yo, like I understand we friends and we cool and stuff like that. Like, you know, she she told me in confidence that I was allowed to say this as long as I keep it discreet. So she said she was like, oh, I fucked two dudes in one night. I was like, 
Well, you, you fucking do you then. What the fuck? Like, you know how many men, including myself, that say, you know what? <laughs> Might have fucked something at, you know, 8, 9 o'clock. Went out, fucked somebody else at 2. Like, some things happen. You know, peak whole phase shit, right? But what happened was, you know, she, she did what she did or whatever because, you know, she was trying to fill, you know, she was trying to fill it out. She was like, I'm dating these guys and they don't want to date. Like, she's dating them, but they don't want to date. So what she's doing is she's fucking on people that she knows that she's comfortable with. And I was like, fucking do your thing. Then she ends up meeting the dude. You know, like, you know the guy that she was talking about. She left voicemails and stuff. She's like, dating this guy, blah, 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 blah. You know, he's not taking me seriously, blah, 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 blah. After she, you know, she stops taking him seriously. She gives him his medicine. She, she switched the pill box on him. She said, you know what? I'm going to just ignore him. I'm going to show him. That, like, you know what? I don't need this shit. I can just go out here and just be me. He seen this shit. He was like, wait a minute. Like, she don't care? And when a guy feels like a woman doesn't care, that motherfucker puts his best foot forward. He's like, you Which know what? Which is like, crazy. I... It shouldn't take that. Yeah, but but that's how that's mentally just like how us men are. I don't know what it is. I, it's not even a chemical imbalance. It just is, right? So what happened was he goes and I guess he sees her out partying because she's on Instagram. She's posting that she's having fun, taking photos with dudes, taking photos with women, having a ball. He's seeing this shit jealous. He in the house probably like, damn, man, I let that pussy go. I, I was fucking on her and blah, blah, blah. So what he did was he was like, well, I, I can't let her just go and do her own thing. You know, her, you know, I would date him, right? He goes, I guess he calls her up or whatever, and they start hanging out again. Boom, she pop up pregnant. And you see where the story's going, right? So she pop up pregnant, and all of a sudden, you know, she's like, yeah, I don't know how this is going to work out because, you know, I don't know about him. You know, he's unsure and blah, 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 blah. Cool, he's unsure, right? I lied to you not, saying a month ago. Not even two weeks ago. All of a sudden, this motherfucker and proposes. Proposes, they're engaged. She's happy as shit. She's like, oh, well, you know, I'm engaged. She, she's doing the whole, like, the rollout to being engaged, posting your ring, talking about you got your nails done and all this other stuff. Cool. <laughs> Excuse me. So all this stuff happens, and I say to myself in my head, I was like, sometimes you just got to stay the fucking course. Sometimes you just honestly have to just see shit play out. And when I say see things, like, life goes on, so you still continue to live life. But that motherfucker has to see you doing better in order for you to just, like, figure out that y'all actually deserve each other he had to realize like you know what like ain't really nothing out here she had to realize like yo like i'm better off than he is she could have easily clearly she's shown it dudes want to fuck yeah she can offer sex if she wants but she wanted a little bit more but you got to work for that shit so when dude had to work for it was like obviously you know he got her pregnant and then he realized like yo like this is a quality woman that i need to be with when he realized that shit, he was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to scrape up these motherfucking coins. I'm going to go and propose. And now they're getting married. Fast forward to the other girl. So other girl, and I can be truthful about this. Like, I used to try to fuck on her for years. Like, th this was something I was like, yo, like, if we weren't, like, like, if she wasn't in, like, the South and I wasn't, like, where I was, like, some shit would have happened. Like, and it was a couple times it was like I was where she was or where she is and, I, you know, she was where I am. And I was like, all right, like something's supposed to happen, something's supposed to kick off, right? But it was always one of those things. Was like we always were friends. 
And I told her, I was like, yo, I, I'm not trying to disrespect you. I was like, I just know for, I'm in a space where it's like, yo, like, if something happened with us, like, I'm probably going to end up, like, you know, trying to be with you. Because I was at that point, regardless with her, because she was, like, just really cool, right? I was like, no, we, you know, it just ends up working out with just, like, genuinely friends, right? And she was like, yo, we had all the opportunities in the world. I was like, honestly, it just, it just didn't fit. I was like, if God is pretty much telling us, like, all right, we in the same space. We At one point, we were at the same bar. And I just, I didn't see her. She didn't see me. And it just didn't happen. I was like, cool. Like, there's a reason for this shit. So, <laughs> one day, drunkenly, I go and I, like, message her. And I was like, yo, like, I had a feeling. Like, I had a, a really weird dream that actually came true. So, she goes in this dream and she goes out of town. She goes out of town. And I was like, you with, you with the dude or whatever. And I was like, kind of like a chubby guy. And y'all end up, you know, having fun, visiting your family, whatever. Because I guess wherever she went, nearly some family was there. And then he ends up proposing. I lied to you, not Shane. This shit happens. And I told her this shit four years ago. I was like, yo, like, this, this shit happens. I was like, yo, I had a dream and it was so specific. I was like, either it happened already or it's going to happen. Like, I don't know what type of, like, vortex we live in, but this shit happened. And true to form, dude takes her, like her and him go on vacation, whatever. She's going to visit her family for the first time and show him off to them and everything like that. And she thought that he was going to propose and she went and got the nails done with the, the hearts on the, the fingernail and shit. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I know what that's about, right? And I told her shit. I was like, yo, like, I feel like what I told you a couple years ago is going to happen, right? And she was like, Greg, if it happens, you come into the wet. And I was like, oh, I was going to crash the shit anyway, right? So basically... He goes and he proposes, right? She says, yes. She said to me, she was like, Greg, what, like, did this happen? I was like, yeah. And she was like, I don't think I deserve it. And I was like, don't say that shit sometimes. When when somebody tells you they don't deserve it, they usually do. It's just one of those situations where it's like, they don't feel like they deserve it because it's like, it's positive. And what I'm trying to convey is like, a lot of people feel like, when something good in their life happens relationship-wise or with the opposite sex, they feel like, this can't be right. They're playing me. They're treating me bad. Or they, they intend on treating me bad. <coughs> Excuse me again. But sometimes it's actually some, it's meant for you. Some things are meant for you. You just got to be receptive to that shit. There are a lot of men and women alike who are in situations where, like, the good guy may, you know, may have come around. The good woman might have come around. The roundaway girl that everybody wants. Like, they were right there the entire fucking time, and you were looking in the complete opposite direction instead of looking straight. When you drive, you're supposed to be looking straight. Obviously, you have your peripherals and stuff like that, but you're looking to the left and to the right, not looking straight ahead, and they'd be right there, dead, smack in front of your face. A lot of men, from what I know, including myself, it's like, oh, that person could have been the one. That person could have been the person you were with, and it didn't work out. It's not that it wasn't for you. It's just some things, it's like, yo, when it's there, it's there. That's why I get so confused now because it's like, yo, y'all have all the fucking options in the world, but you don't have to use them all. You don't have to just be out here just doing shit just to do it, hoping that you're going to, you know, tag along with somebody. Sometimes it's okay to, in in the words of Shan, like sometimes it's cool to just like kick back and just let some shit come to you. Because when it does, I promise you, you you be sitting there. You be sitting on the couch and be like, you know what? Oh, oh, I just meet you at a kickback. I've seen it. I've seen people meet their mates at a fucking house party. They out here and going to fucking clubs. That's why I say um, today what? a lot of women have taken on like a man's approach to serial dating, yeah. lying. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when they're done, 
the whole town knows and been in all your holes. Yes. And don't no man want to be with a woman realistically long term that everybody been in. Exactly. They don't. And I'm not saying women have to have this superior, perfect, clean slate compared to a man. Mm-hmm. You don't. But you do need to get to a point where you're just like, I want to have some core values. I want to have some yeah. boundaries. I want yeah. to um, set some limits. And I need to be able to say no to to most men that might approach me or women. I don't know what you do. But you just can't be out here this whole time living your life, turning hot girl summer on and off like a like a light switch whenever you want to, and then turn around and wonder why nobody takes you seriously or nobody respects you or why did he do that for her, but he didn't do that for me. Mm-hmm. And and also, does every does everyone need a whole phase? Me personally, no. I think so. But you should be a personal hoe for at least one of the people that you're in a relationship with. Yeah. And yeah, when I I'm just... mean giving that one person that shows you consistently um, that is more than just a sexual connection that mm-hmm. you're willing to consider this, you're willing to try this, you're willing to do this, you're willing to be spontaneous, you're willing to give instead of get all the time. And I think all of this um, roster dating and I have a roster and I got options and I got DMs and I got a lot of followers. Nobody is truly getting to a point where they know what it's like to fully be invested in somebody. They know Mm -hmm. what it's like for someone to be fully invested in them because they don't spend enough time with a person to see what that looks like. So everybody's bouncing around from person to person and they're never getting to that level. And when you have a whole bunch of people that never get to a level of feeling the result of being invested in and poured into mentally, physically, emotionally, instead of Mm -hmm. just financially, you're, you'll you'll stop thinking you're gonna get by with things. You'll yeah. you'll stop thinking um, clout should should give you X Y and Z or you deserve respect because everybody else here you know likes me. It'll be more action shit, more yep. realistic shit. And so maybe the whole reason why people think like there's P. In the dating pool is because nobody is actually spending the time investing the effort because everybody's scared of being the joke. Everybody's scared of mm. being the one that um, somebody else got over on. Uh, talk to talk to your parents that are together for the last fifty years. Talk to your aunties and uncles that been together but never got married and ask them what were the ups and downs of their relationship what did they go through their shit ain't perfect yes yes but it's consistent and i think consistency is what the generation before us can say more so than we can a lot of us can't say we consistently been with somebody for eight plus years. A lot of us can't say we consistently work through 
you know, somebody really being shitty at, you know, paying their bills and dealing with their debt. And now they got better. And when I saw that improvement, that's when I popped the question. A lot of us can't say we're both saving up for our home. And then when we got our home, we both put our money in and we have our home. A lot of us can only say, oh, I'm looking for a man that got his own house, his own car, his own business, and can take me on trips. And then when I find him, I'm going to move into his shit. I'm not going to help him get his shit. I just want to move into his shit. And when I get into his shit, it's going to be my castle and everybody got to respect me. Who is you? What did you put in? What did you put in on this man's place? How are you going to help take some things off of this man's plate? Because before you got here, ho, he was already doing it by himself. Realistically, the women that a lot of men are getting because of looks or appeal. And personally, I feel like all of these bitches out here look the same. But uh, do what you do. If you're looking for a woman for appeal and to stroke your ego when you step into a room, fine, do that. But let me tell you this. Most of those women, they don't cook. They don't clean. They don't want kids because they're worried about it messing up their BBL. Uh, And they don't want to do shit for you. They just want to reap the benefits of you doing everything. In the meantime, don't forget to check out She Gets a Podcast on your favorite podcast app and Young Black and Bothered Podcast with Greg and his folks on your favorite podcast app. Now back to the show. If that's what you want, do you. If you want to do carry out for the next 30 years of your life, do you. But the reality is why this whole, um, what does she bring to the table? What's going to be the benefit of him being with you type thing? It's that because a lot of these men don't know how to rephrase that question and say, okay, I had my house before you got here. I had my career before you got here. I had my cars before you got here. I could always go on trips before you got here. Now that you're here, I got to pay twice as much. Because ain't no man doing all of that for himself going to turn around and ask the woman that he chose, that he asked to go on a date, can you pay for this? Can you take me to the movies? Can you pay for my groceries? Can you pay for the gas in my car? He not. So there has to be a better benefit than you just looking good and getting your lashes done. Because there's a hundred other women behind you whenever you're not with that man. Exactly. I really wish people would get that. I'll just, I'll throw a number out there just to be safe. In D.C., the ratio is 26 to 1. Of men to women. fucking, no, women to men. 26 women for every one man in Washington, D.C. If you work in politics, it's even better because guess what? As a man working in politics, there are more women who are secretaries, legal administrative assistants, uh, receptionists, people who are attorneys, paralegals, people who work under you. And if you're a big boss, you're like, you know what? I got 26 of them. When you go into an office building in D.C., shit, anywhere on the East Coast, I can guarantee you there are more women that work there than men. That's where the ratio is. 
Because we're still, we're still in a in a time where men think that's a woman's job. Men oh, think data entry is a woman's job. Men think secretary shit is a woman's job. And the male oh, but, but, the mailroom guy in the office don't get no respect. Oh, absolutely. But that's why also when it comes to men, they don't really have enough respect for women. Because it's like, oh, yeah. just always gonna be another one. But when they find the respect for that that woman or something like that, it's like, okay, like, it's hard to just, like, I won't say it's hard because it's not really hard, but I'm just making an excuse for, you know, to be honest. It's like, okay, yeah, I got this good girl. She's doing all this and stuff. But I, there's 25 other ones out here. Yeah, four of them might be handicapped. One might be, like, a drunk. One just might be just, like, super ugly. And then you got a whole bunch of dynamics of other shit, right? I'm just making it for jokes. But it's more so it's like, oh, like, all the options in the world being thrown and women don't understand it you know they don't see it because they're like okay like why can't he stay faithful why can't he just figure it out why can't he just understand it's just me and he's like you're right there but then there's like 25 more and regardless of how good you are you have to continually perpetually be better you have to do this and the reason why you have to you know, is because okay. you're not just compete hold on one second you, you don't have to just compete when it comes to just like me you got to compete in life with these women jobs athletics health now fucking bodies you have to look the equivalent of whatever somebody else likes kim kardashian you know i hate to bring up like celebrities and stuff like that she's gone and try to slim her body down moving out the butt implants and stuff like that to make herself look more white because guess what that's the aesthetic now i read an article saying bbls are done funniest thing about it is all through the fucking pandemic where was everybody going the dr mexico texas florida all getting their bodies done and stuff now it's not in style anymore so for me like when i see it like women have to not only compete for a man they have to compete within themselves because it's like yo like i, I gotta keep up I'm perpetually keeping up. Men, on the other hand, like, oh, she like a dad bod? Cool. I got one. Or, oh, you know what? She like me because I'm a drug dealer? Cool. Got one. Oh, she like me because I play video games? She play video games? Cool. Got it. Like, the options are in men's favor, but that isn't an excuse because men need to definitely start treating women better and start appreciating women. But, again... Just using that law of numbers, if it's 26 women for every one man, there's not enough men to keep these women happy. That's why these women are going all chasing after the same fucking dudes. When, you know, I've heard it and I've seen it and I've said it where it's like, dang, like, you know what? She keep going after the same dude. It's like, it ain't like she got that many fucking options. There's like five dudes or, you know, when a woman says, oh, I got a roster. Just went out with one of my friends two weeks ago, and she was like, oh, I got a roster. I got a LeBron, then I got these other players. She was like, I really like LeBron, but he's not taking me serious. I was like, he's not taking you serious because he knows you got four other niggas. But he also and got – He knows he knows who he is, and he should be exactly. like he should have options. If you yeah. felt like you was the star MVP player of the year, are you going to act like a woman that's yeah. half, half-assing me is, is number one? Shan, the, the funniest fucking part about it, and I'm, I'm going to let you get back to her. She she says, we're, we're all at the bar. So the four of us were at the bar, and she's talking. And I'm trying to tell her, I was like, yo, like, you know, why don't you just leave here, go hang out with him? And then, you know, the other two folks that were, are with us, we're all sitting there, and we're just like, yo, like, she, she's just not getting it. Like, if you like this dude, show that you like him and shit, right? 
And she was like, oh, I've been over to his house. She, she giving us all the excuses in the book about why it couldn't work out. She was like, oh, well, you know, my son's father, he's still involved in his life. I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is a lot of bullshit that you're giving us. Like, just tell <laughs> us if you like the nigga, and if you like him, then date him. If you want to fuck on him, then fuck on him. Like, the ball's in your favor. She says to me, she was like, well, you know what, Greg, you know, I'm going to text him. So she texts him, and he tells her, he was like, I will come through, sweetheart, but I'm tired right now. And a guy, and I hate to say this, like, when a guy says that shit, that's because the only reason he wanted to come over is to fuck. And I told her this, and she looks at me like I'm crazy. She was like, nah, but he said he was feeling me. He just doesn't know how to read me. I was like, no, he know how to read you. He just know you pussy. He was like, he knows for a fact that he want to come over and fuck. That's why he said, he was like, yo, I'm kind of tired. When a man says they're kind of tired, when you text him at fucking 11 o'clock, he's like, all right, I'm just letting you know I'm tired. But that doesn't mean I'm too tired to fuck you. True to form, <laughs> he goes over there, he fucks her, falls asleep and stuff. But the next day, her son's father was supposed to go and pick up the son. So she was like, I had to get him up real quick and blah, 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 blah. She's telling me now, she's like, oh, yeah, he felt the way about how he had to leave the next day and all this other stuff. I was like, he don't give a fuck about that. Right. He, 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 he just needed an excuse. Sometimes people just need an excuse. And she, you know, she pulled the question, which I talked about earlier, which is the, what are we? And that, that's why I posed that question again. Like, I really absolutely hate when women say, what are we? I really implore people to say, why are you here? I, I want to just rephrase the tweet one more time, and I'm going to shut up. I wish more women would stop asking, what are we? And start asking, why are you here? You're going to get a more genuine response, and honestly, it backs a man into a corner where they actually have to think about what they're going to say before they say it. I land. All right. Um, what I wanted to say, we got a message. I'm going to play it after this. What I wanted to say is a lot of men who have women who are sitting and wondering why he keeps doing this or why he can't see me or why he won't, you know, be better for me is because you don't have any boundaries. And sometimes a lot of men don't want to be with women that don't put their foot down just a little bit to stand up for themselves. Once they see that they can walk over you, they gonna keep doing it and they gonna lose more respect every time when you see the facts and you still don't stand up for yourself. A lot of men are with women that were like completely ready to be done with the situation 30 plus years 40 plus years 50 plus years in the marriage he was doing this i told him i'm not with it and i i i left a lot of women don't have the balls to actually leave because life is too real life life is too much like oh shit, you mean I'm going to have to do this myself? And that's the laziness. I think a lot of women today are lazy and they feel like a man should be doing X, Y, and Z for them. And if a man can't do it for them, then they're not worth shit. You better have some worth about you before you get that man. Because I think the same way women think they need men to be worth shit or to have some type of status, a lot of men feel like they can tell women that they not worth shit because they ain't got no man. 
And that ain't, that ain't the thing. Just like a man need to have his worth before a woman gets there, so does a woman. You don't need to figure out how to cook when you get the man. You need to figure out how to cook before you get him. Okay? You don't need to figure out how to have better hygiene habits after you get the man. You need to figure out how you're going to have better hygiene habits before you get him. And men and women, y'all gain more love from a person by being honest and true to yourself. Because when you start with a lie, you're going to have to keep it up. And a lot of people get tired of trying to keep up a lie once they get somebody because they feel like there's nothing else to get. They got it. That right there. I'm going to play this message. Hey, you guys. This is Zoe Rose. How you guys doing? What's up? Just, you know, cruising by through the panel. Seems real interesting. So, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, the other thing I wanted to say is if you get intentional about who is beneficial and interest for you and who isn't, then you won't find yourself in a predicament of wasting your time. You won't find yourself um, with the wrong person again and again and again. A lot of people don't want the reality of the situation. Even the whole questioning of what are we, nobody has to ask anybody what are we. They just have to take a look at the actions. If I only see you at this time of the day for this reason, I don't see you in the mornings for nothing. I don't see you midday for nothing. You don't call me for nothing. I haven't heard from you for nothing. Um, what if, if that's the case, you know what you are. But if they're calling, they, they having discussions throughout the day, they talking to you about other things that's going on in their lives, you don't have to hear about changes that's going on with them secondhand, then you, it is something more. But if everything you hear about them is secondhand and you bring it up to them and they're just like, oh, yeah, I got that going on. And they ain't tell you because you don't, you, you're not part of that puzzle. So there's no reason why anybody, man or woman, need to ask, what are we? And even if somebody told you what you are, after you ask that stupid-ass question, you're still going to fight against what they say to be something more. And you won't be, because they already made a decision before they got there. So that's why not taking care of yourself is unhealthy, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and sexually, too. And y'all need to grow up. Be smart. Save your energy for people who you deserve and that deserve you. A lot of y'all know y'all with people that don't deserve you. And y'all five years in. And y'all know if y'all leave today, you're going to be embarrassed. But sometimes the embarrassment of five years is better than the embarrassment of 20. Bars. Bar, like the fuck up bars. That's all I'm gonna say. Absolute fucking gems. Because, because my thing is like, if you choose the whole life, when you choose that and you choose to manipulate and lie to people to gain things that you know you don't deserve, if you share the truth, if you share the truth with somebody and they would not be there and they would not choose you, then you are manipulating the situation and you are the hoe. 
Because the only person that respects a hoe is a pimp in the job. And the only reason why the pimp respects a hoe is because he about to get paid. Okay? And some of your Hello. friends, some of your friends are the pimps. Mm. And I'm going to tell you why some of your friends are the pimps for you. Because a lot of women, when they find a man that's a sucker enough to pay for them and their friends to do something, their friends become the pimps because their friends will send them out to get a man so they can get a drink, to get a man so they could go to a party, to get a man so they can buy this and get that and be in this car and all of that. Listen, sometimes it's not just one person abusing the situation, it's multiple people. So please have some values about yourself. Boundaries for people because you know what you deserve. You know what's important to you. And you don't want to settle and be treated a certain way that's not respectable. If you are around a person majority of the time and your mom pulled up or your dad pulled up and you wouldn't want to show face, then that's a problem. Have some core values. Don't be accessible by everybody. Have some integrity. Be nice and honest and upfront with people. Just because you don't like somebody, it doesn't mean that you have to be nasty and mean. Now, if they peppy the pew in you and being annoying and just irritating and kind of stalkerish about it, then you're going to have to be a bit blunt with the no. But you got to figure out what's that thing that makes you special. And once you find that thing that makes you special, you got to know that everybody don't need it. Everybody can't have parts. And men date multiple women all the time. And when most women do it, it's an issue. And I'm here to tell you, omitting info is manipulation. It's not lying, it's manipulation. Because you know if you don't say something, then you'll get something. But if you say something, you may lose something. There's a thin line between love and hate. We saw the movie. Okay? We saw the movie. That's why a lot of times when I see headlines and shit go left, I don't feel bad for the man and I don't feel bad for the woman. Because I know somebody was getting more out of the shit and the shit blew up in their face. So everything I said and everything Greg said tonight is how not to be a tool. And if you're going to be a hoe, be a hoe for the right one. Wake it up. Happy Sunday, (laughs) y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Yes. This is by my stereo. Peace. Thanks.